Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello. <laughs> Georgia, you looking gorgeous in leopard print today. Thank you. I feel like I have to layer with Podanex at the moment under dresses, but we're not quite into spring, are we yet? I so. mean, I would say definitely not. I've gone out in a Mac today and it's absolutely oh, freezing. Yeah. <laughs> looking good, but and freezing on the inside. Yeah, exactly. How are you doing anyway? Yeah, I'm good. I'm getting there. It's um, It's been an interesting, tricky couple of weeks, but um, do you know what? It's been really lovely to just take a step back yeah. the last couple of days. I worked, obviously, through the whole kind of chaos of last week I had to I think I did like 18 days on the bounce at work wow I just felt like I couldn't give any more I was like trying to turn the feel good up at heart and then just feeling really really low really shit coming out of work but the kids have been so magic it's like they've picked up on my grief or something Every, yeah I you know I've walked through the door and they've just rushed down the corridor to give me hugs and I don't know Luna is just oh. they're just powerful little beans aren't they so in the last couple of days I've had some time off I did some acupuncture that's what I was gonna say yeah, yeah. how was that yesterday oh Georgia <laughs> you love it so good she's amazing my Chinese doctor that I'm seeing so she does an hour of acupressure massage yeah and then like an hour of acupuncture and she leaves me in the room for 40 minutes and I just sleep and sleep all with needles with in all the head. needles in yeah ovaries I've been getting some pain in my ovaries so she's been focusing on that area and just oh yeah it's incredible have you ever had it well, no well no actually I, no I haven't had it I was gonna have it I had reflexology first before I had Gigi and I was gonna have acupuncture if that didn't work yeah. but it did work because I went into labour that night so it's amazing isn't it it is what are you doing for yourself Georgia because um, burnout what is something am I that doing? for myself above your head like George is going to burn out she does too much (laughs) no do you know what I was thinking the other day since Christmas I have actually been a lot more chilled and I have been taking a lot more time for myself and it does feel really nice I've been sleeping loads better since I've been taking time for myself and mostly it's like going to the gym or it's just actually being at home and not looking around thinking of all the things I need to do and thinking no fuck it I'm just gonna sit here and have a cup of tea (laughs) I'm gonna (laughs) yeah exactly I'm gonna take a leaf out of my husband's book and just be like yeah I'm gonna nap I mean I'm not there yet but you know who knows by next week I won't be having like little afternoon naps here and there (laughs) I'll be trying to get hold of you at two o'clock and you'll be like well Gigi's asleep so I am too having a siesta um we've obviously been talking a lot on my Mummers recently about burning out yes 
about that constant treadmill that you're on as parents where you're like I know I can't sit down because I've got to do x y and z and actually it's just fucking exhausting it is exactly the person that we're gonna chat to today is somebody who talks a lot about it on her channels as well she's an author a speaker she's a mum to three she's superwoman it's Anna Matha let's get to it so it is a joyful day today because the woman sitting opposite us is someone who we've been trying to get in for a chat for a while, but she's such a busy lady. Um, so we're we're over the moon that she's here with us today. She is a psychotherapist, a mum to three, two boys and a little girl. She's a writer. She's just written um, her new book, which is available to pre-order. We'll talk about that a little bit later well. on. And of course, a speaker as well. It is Anna Matha. Hello. Thank you so much for coming Thanks in. Thanks for having me. I forgot to say Instagrammer as well. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Should, do we say that? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Instagram influencer. No. We don't oh, really like a, that one. Yeah, it makes them feel funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you have got a really amazing online platform. Thank you. And you speak very articulately and passionately about kind of mental health and yeah. how we can be kind to ourselves. So today we're going to be discussing the burnout. Yeah, absolutely. Which is perfect timing for us because oh I feel like we both have been going on for quite a few weeks actually I feel like this is going to be a therapy session yeah. isn't it really we're going to have a bit of group therapy we here are. and everyone listening is going to get some tips out of it as well so people that don't know you mm. um can you just give us your story oh gosh which part well just how you've how, become how it all such, came yeah. about do you know what funnily enough I I downloaded Instagram in 2004 no, oh gosh, I don't know. I can't think. Three years ago, three years ago in March. And um, I downloaded it because I was moving house. And I wanted to get some inspiration for this kind of blank box of new build that I was moving into. And I started just sharing screenshots of lamps and things. I think my <laughs> friends were a bit fed up with me kind of, you know, WhatsApping them and saying, What's, what about this? What about that? And that's that's literally how it started it. I so never started ever, interiors? Yeah. And actually, I don't really show any of that now. Um, Do you still I, love lamps? Mm, I, you know, I've got some lamps. They're still there. <laughs> I kind of, I, I used it as inspiration to do the house. And once I'd done the house, I'm not really one of these people that kind of does, re, keeps redoing rooms and things. So once it was done, it was done. And I remember doing an Instagram live to show these houses. There, you know, there was a whole pocket of people on Instagram just there to talk about how they do up their new build. Yeah, and cool. how they are character. I, yeah. I didn't even know this. Yeah. There's something for everyone there. Is there is something, and that is what's Whole so good about social media. Absolutely. And it was such an eye-opening experience. And I did an Instagram Live pretty much when they when Instagram Live started to show these healthy-loving people my new <laughs> house that I'd been trying to do up with all their inspiration. And one of them said, you know, and what do you do for a job? Like, what's your actual job? And I yeah. said, well, I'm a psychotherapist. And then they started asking me questions, and I just loved answering them. And then I started, I don't know, I've always loved writing. I've always loved kind of communicating psychotherapy. And I, until then, I was just always doing it in a therapy room. Mm. In 50 minutes, clients would come, then they would go and I'd write on my notes and that would be it. And I suddenly realised actually there's this platform where I can use my skills and take them out of the therapy room into this kind of space where, you know, mums are just sitting there scrolling, drawing feeds and like in the middle of the night and crying crying and feeling all of these things (laughs) and comparing themselves to everyone else out there and I was like actually this is a really valuable space to be doing this and I just I just kind of fell into it and it kind of yeah it grew from there really because I guess you can help more people can't you because I how many how many slots do you do in a day in your clinic 
So I was doing about four at that. Yeah, point. so four people yeah. in a day. Whereas I guess on your pla- on your platform, mm. you're you know hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. You can help each day. Yeah, and I just you know there's so much on there, isn't there? You know we can just go end up down these rabbit holes, and we can we're all quite vulnerable to comparing ourselves. And you know when we're doing the scrolling, and I just want I want to put stuff in there in people's hands that is doing something different. Mm. You know that is giving them something that is kind of grounding them a little bit amidst all of the noise. And that's what I hope to be doing through the words that I share there and a lot of it like if you read all my recent posts they're about overwhelm and burnout yeah so when yeah. you ask me what did I want to talk about you know I'm like well that is what I want to talk about because that's what I've been through so many times and that's what I've felt a little bit of recently so it's you know you'll see through my posts what I'm going through as well because I share my own experience and I think that's the valuable thing about Instagram like you get little snippets of other people's lives and when people are being open and honest Mm. it encourages other kind of open and honesty as well well we both did a post didn't we yeah weirdly we'd had a conversation yesterday on the phone and then um we both did a post on burning out last night Mm. because obviously it's very much there and Georgia and I obviously discuss it a lot how you know the never-ending juggle as a parent where Mm -hmm. you're doing everything that you used to do in your life but then you've got these little creatures that you've got to look after and you're really ultimately responsible for and you're trying to be the best parent for them and then everything else is coming up and you've got to think about your relationship as well and your career or you know just running a house it's just like it's an exhausting treadmill I feel tired just listening to that list (laughs) (laughs) I know do you know what even writing a list Mm. stresses me out because I'm like if I actually put it down on paper I look at how many things I have to do and Mm. I think oh no (laughs) Oh, no. I'd rather just let it be. (laughs) It feels like a weight, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. We're all knackered. We are all knackered. And we are not slowing down. We're speeding up. And we're looking at other ways to be more efficient. Other ways to fit more in. Exactly. We're constantly looking to do more so that we can hopefully one day get to this point where we can sit down and be like right we've checked off I've everything done it all on the list now, but we never get there so you know this is there's something really wrong with what's going on in this in this yeah. kind of this roller coaster and and I think that's what I want to talk about with you guys and that's why I think it'll be a bit of a therapy session because we need to stop this it's not sustainable why are we doing it? I don't know. I was gonna. I was just gonna say. Um, mm. I don't know if this is why, but I saw a post on mm. your Instagram, and this is something that we talk about a lot. Is that whenever we take the time for ourselves, Zoe and I both do it. It has to be productive. Yeah. So it's always, you know a workout at the gym because that's good for yeah. us it's going to make us feel good um you know it might help us get back into shape so everything we're doing for us has is a purpose. has a purpose and whereas i think you put something like what my bedroom looks like after i've done a 20 minute <laughs> hit and you'd basically in that 20 minute hit circuit you'd tidied up your room yeah. as well i tidied what, up what it intervals. looks like yeah what it looks like when my husband's done one and he hasn't done that in because no. he's just had a rest <laughs> yeah and that we say this all the time. If the babies are napping, I see that as an opportunity mm-hmm. to Cram do it something, all in. Cram like life to be productive. Whereas, Fold up the washing, yeah. finish off doing the laundry. Yeah. you know, Speed, cleaning. What can you do in that amount of time? What can you possibly check off? It's like the you're list? being chased, isn't it, by your to-do list? You're like, how much can I fit in in this time? And you never know how long it's going to be. It could be yeah. forty minutes. It could be two hours. So you run at hundred miles an hour. Yeah, you know, exactly. and it's, we yeah, we need to talk about this because. There's some something has changed in our culture over the last kind of couple of generations where this is just how we're living now. Yeah. And when we peel back a couple of layers, like literally a layer or two, you know, so many of us are actually on the verge of tears because we're so knackered mm. and we feel so, 
you know, like we're failing this part of our life or this part isn't getting enough of us or I've done that but I haven't done it very well because it was I was interrupted a million times mm. and we just feel a bit rubbish. Yeah, and do you think it's because we are living in a different society now where we've got to be, you know, we've got to look our best and we've got to do everything and we've got to be the highest achievers, you know, our kids have got to be the highest achievers mm. at school and there's competitiveness constantly around us. I mean, I feel that definitely with yeah. what I do. And I feel like it's sort of, I try not to let it cr- encroach into my into my personal life, but I feel sometimes I'm just constantly go, go, you know, I get back from my breakfast show at the weekends and I'm like not going to have a nap, which is what mm. I should be doing because I've been up since 3.30. Yeah. I'm like doing everything that I can and mm. feeling like shit. Yes, because we treat ourselves like machines. I think a big part of the problem is the fact the average phone user touches their phone at six, 2.6 thousand times a day. And that is the <gasps> average phone user. I am oh not an, gosh. I don't know about no, you, I am not, not an, an average phone user. They said that the top 10% of phone users, which I'm probably in, seeing as that's my workplace, it's my life admin, it's my food shop, they touch their phone, I think it was like up towards 6,000 times a day. And if we are just picking up and mindlessly scrolling, I don't know about you, but I'll pick my phone and I'll go straight to Instagram without even realising, even yeah. if I went on there to send a message to my husband. You know, we do it automatically and then the, the images that are going across our eyes... You know, if we're feeling vulnerable and we're feeling tired, we're seeing those snapshots. And I know we all know that it's a snapshot in people's, in someone's lives. So they might look like they're, you know, they've just made these beautiful, you know, smiley face sandwiches for their child and they're having a wonderful day at the beach. And, you're and there, Oz are like, eating fish fingers you know, again. <laughs> you know, so they fish fingers, beige food, um, freezer meal. But, um, you know, and we, we are hardwired to compare ourselves. We are hardwired to see what we believe. And I think this is what's changed over generations. So you think of, like, our parents' generation, what you see is what you get. Mm. Really, if someone, you know, we didn't have a million different ways to kind of filter our lives. So if someone looked like they were struggling, they probably were. If someone was juggling, they probably were. You know, whereas for us, we've got so many mediums in which we can just, you know, filter that bit or just focus on that bit or move that pile of washing out the way or, you know, so then yeah. we, we we are wired to believe what we see. We have to consciously remind ourselves, you know, go through that little coaching process in our head where we're like, okay, what are you doing here? I'm thinking that they're, they're a better mum than me. You know, notice what's going on and then take a second just to remind yourself that all you see is not all that's going on. I remember a moment where I was walking down into town um, and I had a double buggy and I had, you know, I had a 20-month gap between my first two. So I had like a screaming little baby who had reflux and then I had my other toddler who I just felt like I was neglecting and he was having a terrible time seeing me crying quite a lot because I was just so exhausted. And I remember walking down the road in the sunshine with my big sunnies on and I knew that any mum looking at me would have thought, wow, she is absolutely killing it. Mm. Look at her with her two little kids, you know, walking down the road, looking kind of content. But actually the reality of it was, was that 15 minutes before I was on my kitchen floor crying to my husband who was trying to, you know, who needed to be in a meeting saying, I can't do this. I can't Mm. do this. And no one... Unless you tell people, no one knows that. We don't see that in Instagram, you know, unless people are overtly honest about what's going on behind the scenes. We see the mum walking down the street with her two little children and we project, you know, we we tend to compare the areas that we're struggling in with the area that someone else is thriving in, don't Mm. we? Yeah. Mm. You know, and we always come off either feeling smug or feeling rubbish, and neither of those are good. Mm. No, yeah, you're right. No, neither of those are actually honouring how we feel 
or the fact that you know we're just doing our best it's saying you're either better than that person which we know isn't true because we all have all these different facets going on at the same time or we're worse than them and that's not true that's not true either so Mm. it's always you know I, I heard somewhere the other day you know comparison is one of the biggest forms of self harm like because you're always taking away or like falsely adding to yourself when yeah. we do it. It makes you feel very stressed, I think. Yeah. So I, yeah. did, I did it constantly in my 20s. This was even before I had my kids mm. with other presenters, my mm. peers. And I was always looking at their careers and going, well, how come she booked that job? And, you know, why is she doing that show? And why didn't I get it? And da, da, da. and I actually think it did my career a detriment. Absolutely. And I constantly, and I was obviously battling an eating disorder at the same mm. time. So I was just constantly feeling in this state of stress and anxiety. I never spoke about it because Instagram, well wasn't around and that was that's the kind of platform now isn't it to kind of go weirdly mm. and I didn't talk to any of my friends and family about it so it was a weird one and the minute I let that go and started thinking that is their life that's their stuff be supportive you know only send love out it really changed something inside of me and yeah. actually being a mother did it again because I'd never look at another mum now and think oh well look at her she's a I just want to go over and give them a cuddle and go absolutely you're, you're right should we have a coffee yeah. <laughs> can and we also, be friends yeah, and also in life I think some people are good at things mm. and some people are, are good at other things. And I think once you're not like comfortable with what you're good at and also like you know what you're not so good at, I think then you start to feel a bit better. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, there's things in parenting, like I'm quite chilled, so I know that I don't get too stressed with the kids. I know I'm good at that. But equally, I know I'm not good at remembering to send the forms in to school or remembering the coats or, you know, all of that stuff. I'm not good Mm. at that. So having but having compassion for yourself. And as soon as you can accept those parts of yourself that are, you know, a bit more rough edged and a bit, Mm. you know, I'm I'm not great at that either. (laughs) Nursery came. Me neither. The nursery teacher (laughs) said to me yesterday, they took me aside and they were like, Anna, um, just to let you you know, they're so sweet. Charlie's coat, we're struggling to do it up. And I was like, it's probably age two to three. Now he's three and a half. It was age 12 to 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and actually a couple of years ago, I would have been like, oh, I would have felt so much yeah. shame. I'd be like, what are they going to think of me? Like, I can't believe it. Like, how how, how terrible of me not to notice that his coat is too small. I just laugh so much. Oh, yeah, you've got to. But on the way out of nursery, I had to tell two parents why I was giggling. And, you know, once you can kind of connect with those parts of yourself and become friends with them yeah you're less likely to just kind of pull yourself apart at any given opportunity yeah. I mean it's really funny isn't it it happened the exact same thing happened mm. to me at school when I was dropping Luna off one of the other mums who knows me there was like oh is um is Kit wearing Luna's pink beanie and I was like yeah what uh, why and I was like well, because he likes to wear pink and I can't be asked to get him a hat. So you kind of, the first time yeah. round, you're so stressed yeah, that you'd be like, like oh, oh, I better take that off. Now yeah. I'm like, oh, let him wear his sister's pink beanie. I can't Absolutely. give a shit. Absolutely. <laughs> My thing is the red book. Right. Oh, the red I book. I have oh. never... Oh. oh, no, no, no. I have remembered the red book once for Axel. Once. <laughs> Just leave it in the car. And, and recently I thought, oh, he's going to school soon and that's when they get rid of it, isn't it? So I think, oh, well, that's fine now. We've missed... I think he had his last, whatever, three and a half yeah. jabs. Yeah. And I didn't remember it that time. So now I'm like, oh, well, that's done. Great, that's gone. Like, I don't need to remember that anymore. They give you paper, don't they? And you have to try and remember to tuck <laughs> oh, them in. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> my, my, that red book looks brand new. This antiquated <laughs> red book... I just... <laughs> 
can't deal with it. Mine's completely covered in coffee and various slips of paper that oh, ha- haven't gone near it. I don't even know where my Let's fuck the red book off. I've had enough <laughs> of it. Um, so burning out yes. is something that... How can we kind of start making some space for ourselves because as mothers not easy, program not to right that's yep. just where we're at yeah so what do, what can we do what little changes can we do at home so there are so many actually i think first of all really knowing what your flags are for burnout yeah you know i like to think of it as a car going down a hill and the earlier on that we're able to put the brakes on the easier it is to do because when it's you know when that car's gained momentum you know, it's going to ha- it's harder to stop it, isn't it, the faster it's going. So it's really important to know what your flags are. Like I found myself, I've had a really full-on time with work and family life. The kids were ill, basically. We had norovirus. It was so unfun. And then they had kind of coughs and colds and three weeks. And I started really resenting my husband for going on the train <gasps> yes, to work, yeah. you know. And actually, that's one of my flags. When I start resenting my husband Mm. for his, you know, 90-minute commute, (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, there's something, you know, there's something going on here. When I find myself wanting to cry because the oats have fallen out the cupboard, you know, when one of my kids wants something from me and I get that feeling of like, oh, my gosh, I cannot deal with people wanting from me. You know, those those are my red flags. You know, those are my red flags. And um, I think on Sunday night, my husband said something really, you know, just kind of just asked me a question. And I literally flew off the handle. And it was all of the emotion, all of the stress that I had just been putting under the carpet as a way of just carrying on to function, because that's just what you have to do. And I realised that, you know, we have... Um, we have a we need a margin between what our load is, the stuff that we do, um, and all the things required of us, and our limit. Yeah. You know, so we need a contingency. And actually, when life throws curveballs at you, you know, it's a bit like having a savings account. So when your washing machine breaks, you're like, it's all right. We've got this. We've got the kind of the money for the this kind of thing. If the you know car needs a new tire, we need a contingency, and we have often we have none. Mm. We live to our limit. Yeah. And notice the flags of of what it is for you when you're living to your limit. Is it the fact that come the evening you just want to, like half a bottle of wine, you know, because you just want to numb that stress? Is it that your husband or your partner says a little something and you just fly off mm, yeah. you know what what are your flags so you you have to know those before you know what to do about them too tired to cook yeah is oh one i've for been me. there this and, week oh. uh, people say people i i'd love to be those people where they're like i just get into the kitchen i open the cupboards i just rustle something <laughs> just up and i'm literally something. like open the fridge oh look there's some i'll just have some cereal or mm. oh look hummus and carrots for yeah. dinner i just I, that feeling of cannot be asked at no. the end of the day to cook is one of the flags for me because that really should be a moment where my husband and i can like have a glass of wine and a yeah. chat and we sit and i'm literally like get me the bowl get me the cereal and let me lie in bed yeah. that's i cannot I, do i cannot I've do got it nothing left. nothing left yeah see i feel like i should do that but i don't Right, right, you because, feel like you should cut yourself some slats sometimes yeah. and actually just get out the but kitchen. But you're the chef of the yeah. family. You yeah, do I know, it. I know, but then that is to my detriment sometimes because I'll like cook, cook, you know, cook it, cook, clear away, cook, clear away, cook, clear away because mm. I think that's mm. my thing and I love doing it and I do. But then it's when I don't enjoy it anymore that I think, no, this has got to stop. Like, yeah. I, th- I can't remember what day it was, but maybe I think it'd have been Sunday as well. Yeah. And um, Sunday I thought, was a day for it. I yes. have literally <laughs> cooked four meals mm, today yeah. and mm. cleared up and cooked another one and cleared up where actually sometimes I should just be like, do you know, do you know what? I'm not cooking tonight. 
I'm not yeah. cooking tonight. Do you ever I'm... say to James, can you just, why don't you just cook your own dinner? No. But why not? I don't know, because I've just always taken that on. And he's mm. more than capable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely more than capable. He's lived on his own. You know what? He's absolutely yeah. fine. But I just don't. You know, and it, it, I don't know. So it's no, just there's my two, thing. There's two questions I would have for you here. Yeah. If you were to have a therapy session. Number one, is that part of how you love people? Is that part of how you get your worth as a mum? Yes. Is this is what I do. Yes. This makes me feel like a good mum. Yes. You know, so actually, sometimes, you know, these things are a question of worth. It's like rest itself. You actually mm. have to feel like you deserve to stop. Yeah. And that's a big issue. I think a lot of us, you know, a lot. if we're not even going for a wee when we need a wee... If we're not even, you know what we do? We kind of hop around for yeah. hours and yet we say to the kids, do you need a wee? Do you need a wee? Should we All take the time. a wee? Yeah. Do you want a glass of water? Do you want a glass of water? Most of us are dehydrated as mums because we don't even listen to our thirst anymore. You know, if we're not... <laughs> it's so true. If we're not listening to those <laughs> little things in our drink your water, <laughs> if we're not listening to those little things and telling us every time we drink water, every time we go for a wee when we need one, it's the, you know, it's the small things. We're telling ourselves that we are worth tending to our own little needs in the way that we will check on the kids. Are they hungry? Are they tired? Do they need a rest? Do they need, you know... We're, nappy we're, change. Do they need a nappy <laughs> change? Yeah, you, but yet we are not tending to our own needs. So when it comes to rest, if we're not worth a glass of water, how on earth are we going to reconcile the fact that we are worth stopping? Yeah. You know? I also think this feeds into our sex lives, actually, yeah. because... Recently, I'd say in the last kind of six months, there's been a feeling surrounding well, my husband and I. I've always, you know, we've always been rocking in that in that sort of mm. area, and there's a there's a there's a real attraction there between us, and it's always been something that's come quite naturally. But for me, recently, I've sort of felt, oh, I'll, I won't worry about myself. I, you know, let's just mm. we'll just have a you know, red flag. Let's just red have a, flag. Yeah, and suddenly it was like. I deserve to have an orgasm. Yes. I deserve yeah. to have some attention on myself. Like, I deserve that. I need mm. that. But it was all this stuff that was going on in my head. Like, well, what if Luna walks in? Or what if the kids cry? Or what if they need me? Or, you know, I'm too tired. You know, it was red, yeah. like you said, red flag, yeah, red flag. And you know, that's one of your red flags. It really it's, is. It's really starting I, to notice what those are. We need to. I reckon a lot of women are going through that. Absolutely. It's like another thing on the list. Isn't it's it? And you thing think, on the oh, list. no, put that, down, put that to the bottom. Yeah. 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 The things Absolutely. that you use to enjoy just become another need so even you know exercise if, if that's something you get a lot of enjoyment from it just becomes another thing you have to do yeah. you know so the enjoyment is taken out of it and it just becomes another chore mm. and that could be you know that could be one of your red flags as well but we I think we have this kind of ingrained belief through social media and everything that we are kind of being filled with is that we are what we do we are how much we do we are how well we do it that is such a lie you know, yeah. that is what will keep us running and running and living like we're being chased. Because we believe that ultimately if we get everything done and if we do it really well, then we're good. We're yeah. okay. We can relax then because we've earned it. But actually, you know, without scheduling in rest, we will, we're we going to burn out. And if mm. we ever get to that point, we're never going to be able to enjoy it anyway. Because, we're you know, it's like when you get ill just before you go on holiday, you know, because yeah. you're you're done. And your body knows it's getting a rest, so it chooses then to kind of have the, the kind of the physical meltdown that yeah. It's yeah. Been, you've been staving off with adrenaline for so long. Like we're living on adrenaline, like we're living on coffee. Yeah, we'll be right back after the short break. Ready to pop the question. 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So welcome back, uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? You hear so much, don't you? Like, um, I was talking to a friend the other day and she was saying about her husband and how hard he works. She's like, he works so hard, he works so hard. But then whenever we get time with him, he's ill. And mm. I was like, but I think that's what a lot Absolutely. of us as mothers do. Yep. It's like, as soon as you get the opportunity to rest, you know, you might have a girls weekend or a, you know, some a spa break, you feel rubbish mm. because you've stopped. Yeah. It's that crash at the end of that hill with a car that's yeah. gone down and then it just crashes at the end. Yeah. You know, and, and we can stop that. How? We, we, <laughs> yes, like, how? Well, let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> you know, self-care. I It's gone so cheesy, self-care. I wish it hadn't because it is absolutely vital. We've turned something that need, is a building block of our mental health into an optional, like, oh, let's just, you know, I've got to book a massage. I've got to just, you know, every now and again, it's a treat. Yeah. It needs to be broken down you know for the benefit it's not just for you it's for your family yeah. like, there have been times when my husband has said for the love of god will you just go and do some yoga or something because you know i'm i'm living they're getting my dregs i've i've only got dregs left yes and that's not nice for yeah. anyone yeah i'm bitey i'm snappy and i'm impatient i'm more likely to kind of not be able to respond to my children in the way that I want to be able to respond to them as a parent because mm. that takes energy. Yeah. Like not shouting when you really feel like shouting, that takes a lot of energy. Especially yeah. if you've got a toddler that keeps going, stop shouting at me, oh. mommy. And you're like, I'm actually not shouting, but I'm about to. It's <laughs> the most annoying like, phrase. You can feel it rising up, <laughs> can't you? It's a physical <laughs> thing, you know, and the, the more drained we are, the less, the less we're able to rationalise some of those anxious thoughts, the less yeah. we're able to, you know, recognize when we're comparing ourselves with other people the more critical our internal dialogue comes mm. and this is another thing we really have to keep an eye on when addressing this what's ha- how are you talking to yourself you know what's the language that you're using we all do it it's like the background noise to our life like and if you imagine if you're being critical and oh, that was rubbish like you should do that better or you know you idiot can you imagine what would happen to your child's self-esteem if you spoke to them like that. Mm. Yeah. So this is the internal voice that we all have about loads of different things. I have Mm -hmm. it constantly, various aspects of my life. I'm sure you do as well, G. That is the voice that we need to retrain because that's the the tricky one that keeps coming back up and saying all the negativity. Because if we've got that voice beating us over the backside with a stick saying we need to do better, do more... You know, of course we're going to be burnt out. Yeah. And if our standards, if it's it's pushing our standards so high that we can't even attain them, 
of course we're going to be burnt out. So we have to adjust it. And I t- you just got to ask yourself, would I say this to my child? What would it do to their self-esteem if they heard this as repetitively as I'm saying it to myself? Yeah. If it's not good enough for them, it's not good enough for me. Mm, whether like you believe that. that or not, whether your heart believes that yet or not, your heart will believe that when you start talking to yourself kinder. You can see children flourish when they're encouraged and when they're given, when their feelings are validated. Yeah. There are so many feelings that get lost in this burnout. It just adds to it. Yeah. You know, we're so busy and a lot of that time, it's actually a coping mechanism against some of those more difficult feelings that are harder to, that we don't want to feel. We don't want to feel hard feelings. We don't want to feel sad. You know, we don't want to feel confused. We don't want to acknowledge those feelings that are questioning our mental health or... Mm. So we busyness kind of drowns it out. I've been really going through it recently, actually, since we got back from holiday. So since sort of the beginning of January with um, feeling I got this bug and I think mm. a lot of people have had it, which then didn't go. And then hormonally, I felt completely off balance, out of shape in that area. So I've been really lethargic, crying loads, that real like those tears, which just keep coming and coming and coming. Mm. I haven't experienced them for a really long time. Then just feeling completely flat, like no energy, even after sort of eight, eight and a half, nine hours sleep, just waking up feeling shattered and it was only yesterday where I was like I cannot cope with this anymore mm. Mul- m- mouth ulcers my periods doing weird cycles my whole you know it's just a never-ending list of I'm just completely way. depleted I went and had some acupuncture and some um, acupoint massage and I booked in for, and she was like oh, I'm so glad you found me and I was like yeah, just yeah. fix me <laughs> help me but I had two hours there yeah. and I've booked in for six sessions and it was that really lovely feeling of taking control yeah. and putting myself first I yeah. had yeah. to do it you had to do it. it it got it got i was at breaking point actually mm. Mm. like luna was hugging me the other day and she was like why are you crying and i was oh, just like love. i just don't know i just feel so low you're done you're at the yeah. bottom of the hill yeah you've crashed and i think often that's what we find is our immune system is really compromised when we're in that place because we just have nothing mm. we've got nothing less so all of that you know everything that your body's been trying to stave off because you're in fight or flight mode you know yeah. when we live like this we are in vital, we're living in this kind of heightened state, in this stress state. That's meant, that's a state meant to be reserved for saving our lives. Should, should we need it? it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not meant to, we're not meant to live like, we're not meant to live in this state. But what I, this is what I don't understand is why do we do it to ourselves? Like why, why, why? how have we got to this stage? Because I don't feel like my mum is like that at all. Mm. Or, you know, any anyone of that generation, well, maybe some, but I don't know that many people of that generation who live like that. Yeah. Why, why, why is it us? Apart but, from social media, like, is that why? Because we just keep seeing other things and I think thinking, I need to do that, I need to do yeah, that. Massively, do that. Yeah, massively. Massively yeah. perpetuates things. You yeah. talk to people when they've taken social media out of their life and they'll tell you how their mental health has changed. You know, it's it's often women that are driven, naturally driven. Yeah. You're driven before you have children, you're used to getting out what you put in, mm. you know, and then you have children and maybe you like routine and then suddenly that's all compromised and maybe you had all your things in place that you got a lot from that fed you, like socialising with people that really make you laugh because laughter is a therapy, you know, how much do we laugh these days? Oh, <sighs> so you know, true. Yeah. And all of those things have been pushed out and actually we, we kind of think, well, just because I, I can't go to the gym for 90 minutes like I used to and do a nice class and do that, so there's no point. Well, that's a big, fib we have to find ways to break it down you know I um I went for a walk yesterday instead of doing work with a friend we went for a walk for an hour in the woods and I can tell you it was like therapy yeah I felt totally different yeah afterwards you know and sometimes we just have to move other things out so that we 
we recognize that we, we have to start recognizing that these these are the fuel you know yeah. these are the petrol we can't keep living in the red because one day we will end up on the side of the M25 waiting for a recovery van. I've done that. It's flipping embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. It's it's really oh my gosh, I remember that we laughed at the man and we were like, oh, but this happens all the time. And he's like, no, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't actually happen all the time because a lot of people wouldn't be so stupid, you know, to, to just not fill up the tank when it's in the red and carry on driving but that's what we're doing yeah. I, I think you're right with the little changes as well just mm. in terms of what you did yesterday yeah we live in the uk um and in countries that don't have amazing weather this very inside life and i find that very hard just being indoors a lot of the time and when i feel really exhilarated and filled up with energy mm. is when i'm outside walking so and you actually, need a little bit more of that. But I your, think a lot of us somehow. could do that. You know, the um, soft. Yeah. We need as to. Pe- like the soft place. Fucking soft oh, place. Indoors gosh. again. You could be in Don't. any country, yeah. in any time zone. Oh. It could be 4am and it would still be the same. You know, yeah, a play date. I around, them now. Yeah. But mm. like even going around to a play date mm. for someone, you know, if it's raining, you've got to be indoors. If yeah. the weather's crap, you've got to be indoors. Like it's hard for us to live yeah. that indoor life, I think. It, get, it drives me mad. Yeah, I feel but very I think, low. Do you know what that. I find about being indoors is that I'm indoors and I see everything that needs to be done. Whereas if I take myself out, it's not there. It's not there. Whereas the I think it was last Monday, I was really hungover. And normally I would take Axel to school. The Monday. And normally I would get up, just mm. power through it, take Axel to school, go to the gym, then spend some time near his school before I picked him up, like doing other stuff, you know, like going to the carpet man and doing this. And I got up and I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to stay at home today. So I just had Gigi at home. And I thought, and I'm not going to do anything. Mm. Well, not nothing, but n- I wasn't going to be crazy. And it made me feel so much better for the week. Did I the didn't world actually fall go apart, out. Did no, you know, nothing. Yeah. Did the sky okay. open up? No, yeah, the house was a bit messier mm. than I probably would want it to be, but it was going to be messy the second Axel got home anyway so mm. that didn't really matter yeah. um, and it was just it was really nice yeah. it was because yeah. I couldn't go out if I you know if I had have been able to go out because it wasn't raining then I probably would have but actually I stayed in and I still felt the same but you just because that was a slight contradiction because you said when I stay in there's always stuff to do so I need to go out and then you said but I just stayed in so like what the thing is you let that go yeah let it go exactly yeah. I let it go we need to look at our standards like we've got all this stuff to do right yeah but do we have to do it to the stand do we ha- does it have to be done you know we feel like the axis that our family spins upon yeah you know we've got all of these things to do but but to what extent are we doing them can we cut corners like cutting corners is a valid form of self-care if you ask me okay. like yes. getting getting cook meals or you know those kind of ones that are already made that you shove in the freezer that's a form of self-care you know yeah. big slow cook meals so you're not having to cook 20 meals you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. in your kitchen oh, putting your putting your phone to bed yeah. you know eight o'clock mm. or seven thirty mm. in a but i'm doing mm. it now I'm, I'm doing it i'm putting it away i'm leaving it in the kitchen and it's really really good for me because i would just sit there mm. after I've, we've done a post or whatever and we've got, i'm just like that it's done now away but we say we haven't got any time to relax but actually when we when we look at how much time we spend on our phones how much of it is actually productive mm. yeah you know we say i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna do that would well, do you really just need to do that yeah you know ask yourself i think we use our phones often it's it's to switch our brains off we're actually kind of trying just to numb off for a minute Mm. and escape but but what if we picked up a book instead Oh my god, I have not picked no. up a yeah, book for oh, four years. I haven't read a book. Podcast, you know, or something that is feeding you. I've I heard something amazing the other day. It says the difference between you now 
and you next year is is what you filled your mind with and who you've been around. Mm. You know, so I've made it my mission this year to listen to loads of great podcasts and to read some books instead of being on my phone. Like instead of taking my phone in the bath, yeah. hashtag self-care, I'm going to take a book. Now that's completely mm. different. Yeah. Instead of taking from me, it's giving to me. You know, and it's those little choices. And actually we say, oh, I haven't got time, I haven't got time. Well, how much time are we wasting just being passive to switch off when actually we could be doing something that is really nourishing? Yeah. And when the baby naps, what do we then do? Then, you know, you know, sometimes self-care is ticking off a few boxes. Some, yeah. Sometimes self-care is putting the list aside and resting. It's, it's having that kind of maturity in that moment to be like, what do I actually need just like you are for your children and I encourage all my clients to say to ask themselves like to check in feeling need how am I feeling right now what do you need you know when was the last time anyone said to you you know you know so what do you need like what do you need no let me tell you <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do you, know, you need <laughs> oh I'll just um what do I need that's really I don't know when the last time no one's asked this me that question it? I don't know what do I need um I need just a bit more energy at the moment you get that i don't know how to get that you need to slow down but like i've just got such a big life that you know require and really i just want to be with my kids and just spend more time with them and then there's that mum guilt that you're like am i Mm. working too hard am i you know am i prioritizing other things over them but we need the income and Mm. you know there's all these things that are constantly going through my head and doza said to me the other day god you're just a bit quiet at the moment what's going on you're in your head and i really am yeah i'm kind of definitely I feel like my shutters have come down a bit and yeah. I'm like really analysing my life. I don't want to live in this country anymore. I, th- I think that is the big thing for me. What do you need? I need to move away, I think, and be somewhere fr- warm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not really fresh start. It's just I find this weather and I find the drudgery of it like and the cold. I'm not from, you know, I've brought up in Kenya. It's yeah. like I need yeah. the sunshine. So I'd love to be able to kind of create a life where my kids are outside mm. running on the beach every day. And I'm that lifestyle works for me. Yeah. How can I make that happen, Anna? Well, how can you make that happen? That's about <laughs> sitting down and, you know, thinking <laughs> about you. it and thinking about, you know, what, what are, what's in your life that have become the non-negotiables that mm. actually need to be the optionals? Mm. And what needs to be the non-negotiables that have become the option? You know, does that even make sense? Sounds like a bit of a work. Yeah. You know, we've, we've made rest an optional. Yes. It needs to be a non-negotiable. We've made okay. self-care an indulgent optional. It needs to be a non-negotiable. We need to break it down. We need to break it down. Rest, break down, rest. Go to bed a little bit earlier. Yep. You know, it's so easy not to do because we feel that actually sometimes we want to stay at a lake because we've just got space. Yeah. Yeah. A nice evening. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, no one's no one needs from me. But my the last two days I've got up a, an hour earlier than normal. What time would that be? Um, it's actually not that bad. This morning I got up at half five. Oh, that is quite Yeah, hard, see, I'm, I'm more of a but morning, I'm a morning person, person than a night so that works yeah, me for me. Yeah. And I did a workout and I did a little headspace, three-minute headspace thing lying on the floor. What was that? What was that? Like, headspace. Oh, man. Yeah. You need a bit of this. I don't have that. Oh, it's an app. do you have that, yeah, Georgia? Yeah, I've got Calm and Headspace. Yeah, all yeah. of these, you know, there are apps, which is, you know, we're kind of saying spend less time on your phone, but then, the, you know, a lot of these things are on our phone because it's so helpful because we always have it. Yeah. But that's, that's self-care and that's self-love, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but it's it? three minutes. Yes. You know, and it made, and then I had a shower. And often I, <laughs> I spend my whole day in my gym stuff because I try and do a workout at some point. Then I end up at the end of the day still in my gym staff having not done a workout <laughs> do or had a shower. Stuff. Oh my yeah. God, I'm exactly the same. And yeah. the other, on Sunday night, I was like, I got into bed and I thought, 
When was the last time I had a shower? And it was like <laughs> Saturday morning. And I was like, God, I'm awful. I'm getting in the shower now. I know, but you know, if those things fill you up, yeah. like for me, it's the three minutes lying on the floor listening to a little meditation thing. It's it's the it's the little workout. It's the having a shower in the morning. It's the brushing my teeth before the kit. You know, just doing those little things. How can I make space for it? I'm going to have to get up a bit earlier, which means I'm going to have to go to bed a bit go earlier. Go to bed earlier, But it's yeah. these little things. We can make space. Mm. But we have to listen to ourselves and ask ourselves what we need and find ways to do it. And I think if you're listening to this and you're in that really fuzzy, horrendous newborn stage where, you know, it's not a case of getting up earlier. It's a case of, like, just surviving the nights. And, you know, what you remember yeah. what it was like when baby's feeding on demand or, you know, you're bottle feeding and you have to do it every yeah. couple of hours. Like, it's, it's really stressful and it's like... You can't really ever get away from that. But I guess in those moments, if you can do what Anna was saying, it takes three minutes to just do a little bit of headspace, a little bit of calm, a little bit of meditation, whatever it is, to try and f- just remember you in all of that yeah. craziness. Yeah. I bet you find three minutes to scroll. And it's also about learning to accept support of other people. Yes. Because we also haven't got really got any support. Well, often we'll get offers of support, but mm-hmm. we'll just be like, no, I'm fine. You know, do you want me to bring, when I had a newborn, do you want yeah. me to bring around a, cook, a meal? No, no, don't no, it's, worry. Fine. no, no, no it's, it's fine. No, it's fine. Do you want me to look after the baby so you can have that? No, 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 it's fine. You know, we've got to stop thinking that accepting support is failure. Mm-hmm. You know, we're made to be a part of a village and we've become our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we have become our own support network. Yeah. That's not okay. And also, it doesn't matter if the bed's not made. It doesn't matter if you haven't done ironing. It doesn't matter if you haven't done washing. Like, all those things are actually so not important. So you that, are important. Let that be your mantra. You know, does yeah. it matter? Yeah. Just ask yourself as you go to do that and rush to do that. Does it matter in this moment? Yeah. I want to just before because we're, we're going to have to kind of get onto our <laughs> products, and I want to find out what Georgia needs because Georgia never Georgia, really what, says what, do you what need? she needs. Um, I need some time to myself. Mm. That's what I need. I think. I I'm, I love being on my own. <laughs> this is yeah. so weird, but I do. I really enjoy being on my own. Only child. Um, yeah, and even if I go on a girls' holiday or whatever, I'll get up before everybody else just to have an hour by myself. Mm. And everyone knows that about me, or I'll just like you know take myself off for half an hour, and that's cool. But I don't really do it anymore. You need to make you need to make that happen because yeah. that will enable you to be more you. And that's yeah. what you know. That's what your partner's up for. He wants you to be you yeah you know, i know your kids need you to be you and when we strip away these things and we see them as optionals yeah. that need to be non-negotiables we lose part of ourselves so don't true we? yeah and, and you said to me the other day that you reckon that you know all the other guys that play for your husband's team they're sort of back <laughs> at two james walks in the door at four because he's had a couple of hours <laughs> extra to himself but that's he's what he doing needs. it he yeah exactly but you need it too yeah, i know and he takes it yeah oh yeah absolutely definitely he's but good at he probably doesn't have a massive crisis of worth because he feels useless because he's there are all these things that he's not doing. Yeah. You know, it's not a question of identity for him where it becomes a question of identity for us. Yeah. If I'm not doing, what am I worth to anyone? Yeah, it's You know, true. what's my value? Yeah. Well, it actually hasn't changed at all if you did nothing all day or if you did everything. Oh, I love yeah. you, Anna. I love um, you. Now, on the podcast, we like to ask every guest that comes in, what is the best piece of advice that they've ever been given? Or the piece of advice that they wish that they'd known before <laughs> yeah you know life pre-kid so I like I keep reminding myself at the minute you know and I love this bit of advice you are not what you think right so you might think you're a failure doesn't yeah. mean you are one you know you might think you're rubbish doesn't mean you are you know we kind of like to believe what we think mm. yeah. and actually start questioning that you know you might feel like a failure doesn't mean you are a failure you might feel guilty doesn't mean you are guilty 
No. You might feel like yeah. you've done something wrong. It doesn't mean that you have. You know, just really questioning the, the lies that we believe about ourselves. Being like, where did that actually come from? Like, who said that about me in the past? It's actually not even about me. It's about what they've said from their own stuff. Mm. And just, yeah, questioning some of these statements. Like, not everything you think is right. I think that's a great piece of advice. We like to be right, so it's not an easy thing to challenge, but, you know, it's a good thing to challenge. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Should we get on to products? Yes. So we always ask what um, our guests' five favourite products are. Um, So what what would yours be? So we're talking like... So... Yeah, potentially. Did, did we speak about this? About, yeah, we did. T- we did speak about so this around the subject. So, so kind, kind of, of maybe like self care or self yeah, advice oh, right, or space so, things yeah. that you I love have, as well. I have a little list, and you know Brown. what? Headspace up. It's number two <laughs> <laughs> in no particular order, but just an, you know some apps on your phone that you can use to ground you and just question like, what's the best thing for me to do right now? Three minutes of headspace or three minutes of scrolling? You know what's going to give me? What's going to give? What's going to take? Um, essential oil rollers. Oh, I'm obsessed love with those. Oh, what is this? Oh, mate. Yes. I haven't even got any in my bag, to, um, but I've, I've, I'm covered in them this morning. I'm surprised you can't smell it. <laughs> um, they're just kind of essential oil blends and they're mm. all, you know, different smells and different different oils blended to kind of like help you feel energised or help you feel grounded. Or And I just find them so helpful. Holland there's and lots, Barrett. There's lots of different reasons. Really okay. nice yeah, Holland and Barrett, Neil's Yard, um, Deterra. I've got some from there yeah. as well. Love those. Got so many knocking around the and house. You can just keep them in your handbag and then you can just roll them on the on your yeah, on temples, your temple, on your wrist. On your wrist. I, and really I, okay, yeah. I use them for the kids as well yes. sometimes. You know, when they just flipping love cowpole. I mean, I don't blame them because it's delicious. <laughs> but, you know, it's sometimes... not so delicious now there's no sugar in it. Oh, I still would. Get the know. other sugar, get the full sugary would. one. If you'd have to have a whole bottle's worth, <laughs> don't you, though, for it to kick a headache. But, you know, sometimes if they're kind of a bit moany, I'm like, well, let's try some, let's do a special oil first. You know, let's, you know, a little breathe one like a peppermint if they've got a headache or. So yeah. they're quite helpful with the kids. It's kind of a stopgap between before cowpole. Um, so. A book that feeds you and a book to escape to. So I like a book that is t- teaching me something. And like, you know, I'm reading at the minute. It's like an Oprah Winfrey one, everything I knew. or something I can't remember. But um, I just flick through like a tiny chapter a day. Um, and then another book to escape to. So I like reading before I go to sleep. It just helps me switch my brain off. So a book that is like a story. It's not kind of for any particular purpose other than, other than just kind of escape lovely Um, like a jilly cooper yeah exactly (laughs) i mean come on they're the best books out there right still (laughs) (laughs) on your bookshelf love it i love it um so i'm trying to think how many i've done i think i've done like three grab bags i've got the scamp and do grab bags i don't know if you've got any of those but they're just like little bags you know zip bags and i just have loads of them and it just makes life so much easier i've got one for each child so if i'm going out with either one of them they're already got nappies and wipes or a change of clothes shove it in the car so it's kind of cut some of that time yeah i don't use a changing bag anymore no me neither i've got a little handbag makes me feel grown up again oh you too i've still got shove it in the car yeah gg seven months yeah well there we go yeah Yeah. still bottles and i just drive around everywhere because of where i live so i can always just dash out to the car and get it but i just like having kind of compartmentalizing everything so i can just shove it in the car such a good idea that is my change bag is one nappy in my pocket with a couple of uh, water wipes absolutely (laughs) i'm like oh what's in here oh a nappy (laughs) that's all you need candy that's really that's all you need some snack crumbs i love that idea i'm gonna get more organized at home yeah. it's gonna help me it's gonna help me feel better i think yeah 
My final one is breathing exercises. I know it's not a thing, but it's a free thing that we can literally use to calm our nervous system down. And I honestly used to think, oh, breathing exercises is whatever, until I was in labour and I realised quite how powerful they are. Yes. You know, it physiologically affecting your adrenaline and your cortisol levels. You know, that fight or flight feeling that we get in burnout, that kind of literally on edge and like you you are running like you're being chased and you're living life. And it just, it suppresses it and it calms it down. So it's just, it can be like breathing in for four and out for seven. Right. There are loads of different ways. Find one that doesn't make you feel lightheaded. I do them a lot in the car because I always feel really nervous overtaking lorries, so I kind of breathe my way past. But, you know, it helps when, with temper tantrums and when you're trying to just calm yourself down because you yeah. feel that stress response and you feel like, oh, my gosh, the kids are just, ah. <laughs> and, you know, I go into that. I just do a few rounds of breathing. And, they, and it, it's like a secret weapon. And, it, you know, it's scientifically, physiologically, psych- psychologically useful. So, okay. yeah, every day. Love it. Use it. I think they, those products are really, really useful. Yeah, they we really love are. you, Anna. Yeah, You've been you. such a treat to chat thank to. And I feel like Georgia me. and I are going to go away with loads of really helpful tips on how to make ourselves feel better. Yes. Good. And I'm not cooking tonight. No. <laughs> James can do one. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much, Anna. Oh, thank Thanks you for so having much. me. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> I love Anna. So do I. She's amazing, isn't she? Yeah, she really is. I think it's so nice to sometimes sound out how you're feeling with somebody who completely gets it as well. I just really hope that my husband's not listening to that. What do you need? I need to move away to Los Angeles. He's going to be like, I thought you said you like Guildford. Well, it's not LA though, is it, mate? No, it's not. And talking about what we need, yes. let's talk about um, some of the products that we love at the moment. So maybe beauty or anything that just really helps us. Yeah, and helping out with the burnout, basically. Yes, exactly. um, So I am loving Law Originals, which is cruelty-free, vegan, hair and skin scalp care that kind of works for everybody so it's paraben free it's got no nasties in it and um last night i did the legend intensive hair treatment mask what do you reckon i was gonna say your hair looks really really glossy <laughs> today really, really soft it does look really glossy i think someone else mentioned that earlier as well when they came in been they, bouncing it around it's beautiful they've got a whole range of really lovely kind of hair treatments and everyday kind of shampoo and conditioner i just like the fact that it's got no nasty bits in it as well yeah i think a lot of us are becoming more mindful to that now aren't we yes um so for me i've sort of spoken about how i've been finding getting to sleep a bit harder recently um and one of the things that i found really helpful are space masks so yeah i I don't even know how this helps but it really does and lots of people have said it's cured their insomnia and it helps with migraines so they're these little masks that you put on your face and they heat up and I think they heat up for about 15 minutes but I never know when they stopped because I'm asleep by then amazing Um, and do you know what my mum and dad are both really bad sleepers and they have both said that they really help tell me that you've given Billy a space mask I've given Billy a space mask (laughs) granddad Billy (laughs) granddad Billy yeah that's my dad Um, and he yeah he loves it as well so I need to try them whole family are on them amazing Um, so yeah the next product for me is well it's, it stems from a bit of a tragic story um, I was out with one of my mum and one of my mum's mates the other day and she was like oh you look really you look really well you, you look great oh are your hands a bit dehydrated and I was like no I didn't think so and she was like pull hold your hand out and pull the skin on the top of the hand up yeah and if it takes ages to go away then you've got dehydrated hands and after about 30 seconds I was like oh the skin's still sticking still up. there <laughs> seems I'm very dehydrated in my hands so um, I've been using for like basically the last week I've done two 
sort of nights of this Starskin VIP the gold hand mask which is basically you put your hands in these amazing gloves and it's just a nourishing treatment for the hands so you don't feel so dehydrated and look hopefully my hands are looking better I think they do and do you know what I think mums, as mums, we wash our hands yeah. so much, especially like sterilising bottles and all that kind of stuff. I've never really thought about it, but since you said that, mm. um, I've actually just ordered the Beauty Pie Retinol hand cream. Oh yeah, that's supposed to be um, amazing. Yeah, exactly, which leads me on to my product. So I've just signed up to Beauty Pie um, and you pay, well, I'm paying £10 a month and I basically get a certain amount of um, money that I can spend on the site every month. So they've sort of cut out the middleman um, when selling beauty products so it's a lady who used to work for a big um, beauty company worked out that most products come from the same factory so she created her own brand um, where you can get really good quality ingredients um, in your in your products for not very much money so um, I've just tried the fake tan which I think is incredible I can't remember how much it is but it's definitely under a tenner Um, and my normal fake tan would be like 35 40 quid so I think it's a real really good one and also it's so nice a nice gift for a new mum to say right you've got this spending cap every month mm. you have to you, you have to use it you've yep. got to treat yourself um, so yeah that's mine beauty pie and it would be a nice thing like you said it would be a nice gift to give somebody say look I've done this for six months for you yeah you know, exactly you, 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 instead of buying them a hamper or you know some cook vouchers or whatever just get them yeah, get them get something them they really want <laughs> exactly and you only end up spending like 15 quid a month on products and you get some amazing stuff so love that I think it's really good um, my last product is Olaplex which is obviously another hair yes. hair kind of hero product <laughs> We are so into the hair. We're into the hair. I've been using their bonding oil, which um, it is about 28 quid, but it's lasted forever and you only need a few drops in your hair and you can put it on after you've styled it or when the hair is still damp um, before you you get out your your hair dry so yeah i really Fab. recommend it i love it i love a good oil because it doesn't this one doesn't go too heavy yeah it's good it is and it's good for just dry in isn't it sometimes are absolutely food <laughs> um, right listen that's it for for us for this week thank you so much for listening as always we would love you to rate review and subscribe to the podcast and obviously tell all your mates about it please yes please do and please drop a, drop us a message at made by mamas or on zoe own channel at Zoe Hardman. Any feedback would be much appreciated and we're going to be back next week with more chats. Can't wait. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.